Hello, everyone out there in the podcast world. I am uh, lucky and privileged to be joined tonight by another owner and director and lead cheerleader of Camp IHC and beyond. Um, tonight, I will be speaking with Joel Rakowski. Um, and tonight's podcast is really about kind of getting to know Joel. Um, Joel, um, you know, I've known Joel for, for many, many years. So a lot of this stuff is rehashing and reminiscing with a good friend. So hopefully we don't laugh too hard uh, and we keep our topics on point. <laughs> Joel's already starting to laugh back there. Um, but, you know, I, I want to first and foremost, thank you, Joel. I know you have a busy life, a busy family and a busy camp to run. So taking this time out tonight uh, to do this podcast, I think is meaningful and awesome. So thank you for that. I, I appreciate the opportunity and, uh, you know, I'm new to the podcast world, but super excited and, uh, and uh, a, a quick little, uh, you know, snippet for, for those that are listening. Uh, I actually, way back when, I wouldn't say when, I don't want to date Mark and I too much, but I actually hired Mark. Yeah, you know, buddy. Uh, way back when I was staff recruiting. So for all you people coming, um, you know, to camp, uh, whether it's for the first time or, or as a returner, one of the most exciting things that we do as an organization is is to bring new people into uh, into the community, into the family. So, so know that we're thinking about you and just looking forward to spending our summer with you. Awesome, awesome, Joel. Well, thank you. So, you know, when we go through these, I have a series of questions, um, which could spin off into different conversations. And, you know, uh, some have a serious tone to them, some are playful. Um, but, you know, starting out with maybe one of the the more, you know, powerful messages, I think is, when you think about the why of camp, when you think about um, memories that you've had, and obviously you're not sharing the number of years we've been at camp, but we've been working with youth, we've been working with adults, we've been working with the generations, multiple generations. You know, uh, is there a story, is there a memory that reminds you that you circle back to is why is camp so important? Well, thank you. I think such an important question in terms of the why in anything we do right like we have to have purpose and meaning um in our day-to-day -day sort of lives and um you know weekly and monthly and turns into years and and camp for me uh when i think about the why um it's it's really i'm reminded every day because you know as you know lauren and i and um you know everyone listening will will, will soon know we have four children of our own um and two of which are of camp age and and all of them look forward to camp uh, each and every day and talk about getting back to camp. And our three-year-old Austin, I was putting her to bed tonight, and her last thing before she fell asleep was, Daddy, when are we going to camp? You know, so a little bit of a white lie. I told her, if you go to sleep now and you wake up, we'll be at camp. So I hope she forgets that in the morning. But I think <laughs> even a three-year-old looks forward to getting to that space where it's carefree, um, it's fun, um, the pressures of, of what exists in uh, a daily sort of life and routine and, and lots of ways sort of, um, you know, kind of uh, float away and we escape and we get to enjoy um, without distraction, spending time with people. Uh, so really for me, the why is the space that we all create and this doesn't happen by accident. It's the hard work by so many people um, that are committed to, to making um, each day brighter by paying it forward, helping someone else out, doing their job, cleaning up. Um, and um, so it's just the meaningful things that happen at camp. 
that make it so special. Um, so yeah, so the why for me is just what that space becomes for other people. Yeah, and, and, and I think, you know, Joel, when you say the space becomes, that's almost, uh, could be a separate podcast in and of itself. You know, what it means to Oakley, what it means to Mac, those are t- the two oldest of the, the Rakowskis. Um, they have different interests, right? And we're able to do that. You, and we'll get to this in a second, came in with one interest uh, and one focus and then generated into others. Myself coming in with this piece and then you know here we are even you and i together in this future um now creating that space of what can i try and what can i do and and maybe that's one of the things is there is there a skill or something at camp that you didn't think you were going to do um and you were kind of shocked you know uh that you were able to do that or something that you were like there's no way i could ever see myself doing it because i think that's sometimes the surprise of camp as well that ties into what exactly what you were saying yeah so so interesting question mark and um as i think about my experience i rolled up the camp as a 19 year old um you know punk and i even use that term loose so that's that's probably being generous and uh I never thought that I would be where I am today running this incredible sort of experience and to hone in on one thing to sort of get in front of a community of of over 400 staff members and and you know talk about openly about your experience and um, things that um, you're not great at and you Mm -hmm. and and but you work hard at and you go through a process and and uh, so it's 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 that ability to get up there and, and and accept uh, just who I am and, 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 and be okay with the things that I'm not and, and uh, you know, take sort of, um, you know, just uh, solace in the things I'm good at and, and celebrate other people for the things that they can do. And I think that's been a life of, of lived of just process and understanding and, and forgiving and, and ultimately, you know, accepting and accepting of myself because you can't accept yeah. anything else until you've sort of accepted who you are. And I think that's really what it is for me is the ability to stand up in front of a campfire in front of a thousand people, campers and staff, and just be real. Yeah. And for those who don't know that, I mean, you know, we'll talk about this in a second, but it is hard. It is. There's butterflies. I, I see the backstage, and that's why I want to share. That's why I want people to know that, Joel, I see you putting notes together, wanting to put the best version of you, and sometimes you forget something. Sometimes I forget, you know, but there's this space that we've created of why camp is so important to allow that forgiveness to fail forward, and you can get up in front of a crowd and motivate and get them you know psyched up and 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 have those conversations spirit flagpole for those you don't know uh joel's you know magical measuring hand of spirit flagpole and doing that (laughs) there's not a day he's he's you know a secret word like i I see you in there like people don't realize this but there is with anyone whether you're a first year camper a first year staff member returner everyone has nerves and what an amazing place just joel to exactly said to do a keynote to talk at a campfire and to have that opportunity to share that where else, you know, are you not getting made fun of or, or being like, you know, hazed on a, a Facebook, Instagram post, whatever it might be, because someone says you're too big, you're too small, or you said it too wrong. Instead, they're saying, thanks for taking that risk. Right. And is that kind of where, you know, is that, am I interpreting that correctly? Yeah. You know, um, I think that 
camp allows everyone, let me rephrase that, affords the opportunity, opportunity yeah, to, like to try um, and put yourself out there. And, and we talk a lot about sort of that comfort zone, a certain your world of, of facilitation, you know, that we all have our places we go uh, that we feel really good and safe. And we talk about uh, reaching beyond that and pushing beyond that in the uncomfortable, the vulnerable, is where a lot of the growth happens. And that's not easy, it's risky. And you need to, and, and it's helpful to be in a community that walks with you and supports you and encourage you and, and cheers you on. And I think, so when I think about camp, that's what I think, right? And it doesn't mean that we don't have accountability. Yeah, and we don't have responsibility because that's different, right? I think by caring, we hold each other accountable, right? And we show up um, and give 100% every day because that's what we signed up to do, including myself, including Mark, Lauren, yeah. you know, everyone that um, is involved on a year-round basis, it's our job to, to, you know, to model that. And I can't take uh, a period off. Um, I got to show up because that's what we expect of everybody else as well. And But when everyone does that, right, you know, and if I do my job, Mark, and you do your job, and the next person does their job, including the campers, they have a responsibility, mm -hmm. it then becomes easier for everyone. And that's, you know, we're all in it together. So I think, yeah, to that point, you know, camp will afford these opportunities um, to learn about yourself, to challenge yourself, and to learn that there are things more important and bigger than us and when you work with others towards pushing a common goal forward that sense of achievement at the end is greater than anything you could do on your own um, because you're doing it with other people with a purpose in mind with an intention and um, it feels really good to accomplish that with with, with the team yeah and 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 us talking about it hopefully people you know are getting a better idea of the culture of what you bring of what camp brings and that's our purpose here is to share the stories um and and where we go from there is is only up and forward and as you said if we fall back hold each other accountable i i we say that on a regular basis we are honest and true um and that doesn't mean we're yes men or no you know what i mean it, it's really about living a true life and we can do that because we're in each other's spaces so thank you for sharing that so so how did you get to camp like the short ver i mean because again it could be its own separate podcast you started earlier you were 19 year old as we are you know young we think we know everything but what how'd you get there what were some of the kind of the early jobs before coming you know joel sure. yeah no look this is i appreciate the trip down memory lane and I was um, very fortunate, you know, I think, you know, life has a way of sort of putting, putting you where you're meant to be. And I had a couple different opportunities in the summer of 95. And one of those was camp and, and, and one wasn't. And in the end, camp ended up where I was. And, you know, my brother who was there in 94 just put it on my radar. And um, so I said, ah, I, you know, I knew I liked, I was playing college basketball. I knew I loved coaching and are playing and wanted to sort of coach and pass that on and, and, and going to camp. I didn't know what to expect having never been at camp. Mm -hmm. And I think we do a much better job today of letting those listening, all those staff coming in, what it means to be part of this community, 
what our responsibilities are, what we're going to do for you and our responsibility to you, and then you as a staff member coming in and being part of the family. Uh, and, and, and so when I got to camp, it was just different back then, and you almost had to figure out through survival as opposed to having this sort of team around you. And, uh, but basketball was one of my jobs. I loved it. Um, fell in love with you know, the people I worked with, the kids that I had, and I think that was probably the most um, you know, sort of thing that sticks out for me the most because your first summer, there's nothing like that first summer. Mm-hmm. And, but it was the kids who left the biggest impact on me, and that was a surprise for me is I didn't expect it. I figured that I would, in lots of ways, um, leave more of a mark on them than the opposite, but they taught me a lot, um, which was hard too, because you know I wasn't as good as a staff member as I could have or should have been, or I was the following year um, you know, through my experience. So, but basketball, group leader, CIT director, head counselor, you name it, I've done it. It's been incredible. Um, and that's what camp though affords you an opportunity to, 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 to sort of grow and to continually challenge you. And, and that's life, you know, every day you're learning, um, and you're pushing yourself and it just never ends. And that's what makes life so special. Yeah. And I think what's really pretty impressive about when you look at the leadership team, including, you know, ourselves within that loop is we really, there's no job we haven't done, been a part of assisted with. And I think that helps us be more human more realistic, more empathetic, more sympathetic, you know, within these frameworks. So, but, you know, literally from an activity specialist to a head counselor to living with kids that you have this amazing connection and then not being with those kids, you're connected to another group of kids. You've seen it. So when, when staff have questions or campers are, are growing up at camp, we have some experience to share. But Joel, I'd also add to that is like, we're still learning, right? And I think Lauren and I talked a little bit about that is, we never want to stop learning. We want to keep our brains fresh. You know, uh, can you tie that into like yourself? And you know, uh, are there things that that who are you learning from? Who's motivating you? Who's inspiring you? Um, while we're trying to inspire others as well. You know what I mean? So, so really interesting. Uh, you know, question. And, and, and had I you asked me that fifteen years ago, I would have identified a person or a speaker or, you know, maybe an athlete, someone that I sort of, you know, if I was really sort of into because of a skill that they had. Mm -hmm. Today, what really sort of motivates me and and keeps me going is the process, right? And and because it's, it's it's the commitment and the dedication to get better, improve, never rest. I don't mean we don't get time off, but I mean you always want to you know, push that needle forward. And I'm so, you know, I've been coaching my kids in different sports and I never get caught up in whether they make a basket or not when they win a game, but I'm all about watching that progression from day one into the end of the season, from the first day of camp to the end of camp. What is that sort of path that we all sort of walk down together? And are we getting better? Are we, or are we doing things different? Are we learning? And that's really what motivates me is 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 that sort of um, that opportunity to um, to learn in the moment with people that have your back that want to support you and 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 to push forward and, and and as we talked before like this sort of goal that we have that's bigger than ourselves that we all sort of serve IHC um, and when we when we do that together I love that process because I don't appreciate it in the moment, and maybe that's a fault of mine, but I do at the end. And I have such gratitude for 
all the people that that come to camp, the staff members that help this place uh, become what it is, and, mm-hmm. and 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 they leave a piece of of them there and take a piece with them, and all the campers and the, you know campers' parents who have given us the opportunity uh, to have this privileged position of working with their kids and helping shape and, and guide them um, by spending time with them and, and showing them a different way to do something. I don't want to, I always, it's not the right way, right? Because that's judgy and, judgy. you know, but yeah. it's, it's a different way. And it's a, it's a way in, in our culture. We have our culture, which is how we do things. And we believe in that, in it, but it's about authentic relationships and connection and working together. Yeah, yeah, and, and that ties in, Joel, exactly where we're going back to this. You have gotten to a place where you can be in front of a crowd, where the group size you're instructing is larger, but you still have these nerves. But when you pr- go through that process, you, we reflect afterwards. You know, our expectation of even a basketball is like, hey, guys, how was that session? How are we feeling? From as simple as thumbs up, thumbs down, to really sitting down with a group of head counselors and saying, What's orientation? How'd that feel? Like every year sort of looking at those processes and saying, what did we miss? What can we include? The onboarding. So I think it's it, that from, from start to finish from, you know, we think of it as a year, right? Can you maybe help explain that? Like, you know, it's not just summer camp, right? This is a, a year round process that goes from an individual to a group. Maybe clarify that a little. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I, I think, and, and I think we've evolved as an organization and our commitment is to getting better. Yeah. And I don't want to say excellent because I don't, there's imperfection is sort of the beauty of life. And yeah. we all make mistakes and we're all going to make mistakes this summer. So I'm letting you know as staff members, I'm going to make a mistake. And um, I, ho- I hope you're there to sort of help me and, and, and push me forward and, and I'll do the same for you. And, and, I, and again, that's what I go back to is this idea that every day we are committed to being better than the day before right and it's also you wake up and it's like a clean slate um and that's the beauty of sort of each and every day is you can start over and you can improve upon and that's a choice um and i've also learned you know that it's so helpful that in terms of this commitment to, to wanting to be better is you have to open your ears and listen and 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 Feedback doesn't have to be critical. It doesn't mean that you did something wrong, um, but it does mean that we can do it differently. Or, or maybe right. I missed an opportunity, and, and, and I need to, I need you know help in you know identifying that so I can you know serve people in a way that's helpful to them, not me, right? Yeah. And I think that's the essence of camp: is you show up for other people, and it's not necessarily about you. It's about everyone around you um, and those people are doing the same thing for you. So your needs are being taken care of because you're taking care of people's you know, needs as well. Absolutely. And, and with all the you know, things that go on in the world, you hear it all the time is, you know, whether it's depression, anxiety, and, and again, without going too deep into that subject, action sometimes is the best you know, response to that. Helping others, doing something for someone else, um, will just bring that reward and what better place than camp to help others help kids help staff that's what we do and you see that through the grit and perseverance of the process that you're talking about at summer camp and what an amazing place you know to do that yeah and i think that's the draw um i use addiction carefully right you know because I think it's, you know, people 
what they love about camp is that feeling that they don't get anywhere else. And it's this mm-hmm. opportunity to be themselves without walls and fear of rejection or hurt, or as you said, Mark, really, I thought insightfully, a dislike, a comment. You know, social platforms make it so easy to be anonymous and, 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 and say sort of hurtful things. And when you have to have a dialogue face to face and you live with people yeah. and you see them every day, it's, it's harder um, because it's real and yeah. you're there and, and it's Absolutely. not some, you know, so that's what I love about camp. It's, you know, and, and why people come year after year is, is I think, I don't think I see it, I know yeah. it, I feel you know it. What? People feel really good about being there and, um, and, and how they feel about themselves. Awesome. Well, Joel, let's let's go the playful route because obviously we could talk all day about the benefits of camp. However, I know laughter, music. Um, there's just something about camp. This energy that we create, whether it's at flagpole, campfires, walking to an activity, being an activity. Music plays a part in that, but also laughter can play a part in that. Being able to sort of have fun and play. When was the last time you just you just laughed really hard? Like cheeks hurt, abs hurt. You got to work out, you know, from it. And uh, you know, when was that? Because laughter is a great medicine, right? Yeah. So you know, every morning, you know, Lauren and I drive our three boys to school, and it's just an opportunity for the you know Austin's not there because she's not in that school yet, but to spend time and and just sort of chat and have conversations and listen to music and you know one of the funniest times that they love some of the boys love when i mimic them and and kind of tease them with their voices and the other day we were going to school and they were asking me to do it i think i was maybe teasing oakley and it was you know we were all just laura and myself zanny mac and and we're just in tears laughing about just you know our inside jokes and who we are as a family and our imperfections that make us you know this hot mess of a family but just love each other right and you know and those are you know if you ask me my most favorite time of the day right now is when laura and i drive those boys to school in the morning because we have 25 minutes of uninterrupted just family time with them and uh, and it may be in a truck driving to school but we're listening to music we're talking we're singing and we're just spending time without interruption and i can tell you is that if I can give you anything from this podcast, all kids want this summer is your time. Your time. Amazing. And, and that's what we got. We have time for them. If there's music on the radio, is there a song that you're playing, the kids are fighting for? If you're at camp, is there the go-to? I know there's a couple of songs that just associate with Joel. Um, but, you know, for the crew that's out there, what's what's on your preset? What's What's your playlist? You know, your, you know, that sort of thing. Help us get an idea of what Joel's listening to when, you know, he's working out, he's walking on the bunk line, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, so good question. Um, I will say when we're in, the, in, in listen to music on the way to school is one of our things, and and and, and the kids are into. You're gonna laugh at this. Macklemore Thrift Shop. Right. They. Uh, love I love that, that song, by the right? way. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so do I. So, but you should hear these guys sing. It's hysterical. I am, believe it or not, a huge Eminem fan. I have so much time for him. I grew up with Eminem, so yeah. um, his music, though, is always camp appropriate, but love Correct. his music, yeah. so that would be something in a workout that I'd be listening to. I'm also a big country music fan, 
and um, you know, sort of just tells a story a little bit. So I, I enjoy that. So I run in ranges. I sometimes like to listen to you know soft, sort of almost sad, you know, emotionally sort of um, you know moving music. And then sometimes I just you know like the you know listen to music. It's just upbeat and fun, and you know you're gonna dance down the bunk line kind of music, you know. Mm-hmm. So you'd be surprised. It goes from Eminem to a country song, right? So it's Kenny uh, Rogers can be playing. Uh, Kenny Rogers, uh, the Gambler, that's, that's right. huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's um it's a little sort of uh, all over the place, I guess. Um, split personalities when it comes to music. Got it. Got it. Well, and again, the reason I say this is like when I try and talk to staff, we have this concept now of identity um, and and people judging books by covers, you know, based on how you look or how you dress and where you come. And and camp, we're really trying to say, like, who are you? What best version are you? What what you know, what skills do you bring? It doesn't matter if you're from California, New York, um, Queenstown, New Zealand like what are you bringing to this game and sometimes even music you might look at someone and not know that they just love classical music because you're making an assumption based on the dress the, sh- the style of beard they have and and i think that really speaks to it because people might not know that joel loves country music but when chicken fry comes on at the barbecue you're the first to start swinging and, there you, you, go. Know? <laughs> you know it's like like you know zach brown band to kenny rogers but also if if we put on a oh my god sugar sugar what's I can't even think of the uh, sugar the bloodhound gang I mean, I can't remember the rap that we always do Joel like in, from the eighties like run DMC oh, um, before them rappers like, delight rappers, rappers delight. delight right I mean right. but again that's maybe showing a bit of our age but we want people to stop maybe saying just because old Joel is older he would not understand or appreciate Kendrick Lamar but also if someone's younger. I love that the you know the kids are into Macklemore because that was like in the aughts or the noughts or whatever they call it these days, you know. Um, so generationally, music really speaks to many people. So uh, you know, I think it's great that we find music again. Parents that are listening to this, that is camp appropriate. There was one time I think my cousin Frederick did play thrift shop and, and didn't play the edited version. Um, so that was a time that I think everyone had a bit of a laugh. Um, you know, but I think you know music is a really sort of um, you know, good sort of um, parallel to what you're describing, right? Because I think each genre of music comes with a story or a judgment, perhaps, about mm-hmm. that particular sort of, um, you know, you know, music history and where it's come from. And I've um, worked hard every day, and, and, and we work hard at camp to re- to to eliminate sort of the judgment and to to be open to meeting everyone and measuring you by the how you show up are you kind are you friendly are you welcoming do you do what you say you're going to do right that's how you know and i say measure because look every you know everyone has you know um has to have a uh uh, a principle that guides them and ultimately though i don't want to prejudge you know, I think the world is filled filled with judgments. I want to. We want to get to know. I think mm-hmm. our community is one that wants to get to know. And your story isn't written, and that's the beautiful thing. Yeah. Right. You're the author of your story at camp, and I think yeah. that's the beautiful thing about it. Amazing. And then you take music, which sometimes is a comforting thing that you can put on a song, 
and people recognize this song and they start to sing and they start to learn the lyrics and even if you're not relevant people help you learn that or if there's a dance at camp you know just this past couple of weeks Joel we um, had a new camper you know day and we spent some time working with those kids to help them feel more included in the things and we'll do that for the campers on spring picnic and we'll do that when the kids get to camp so that they're not feeling like they can't be a part of something at camp because they look a certain way or they're new to camp or they're from a different country we want people to feel comfortable to ask like oh i'm not familiar with this song what's the chorus or i'm not familiar with where this location is ask questions and and be that because this circles back to your original thing that you wanted people to realize that the why of camp right is really about this space to try things but be a good person right joel and you said that because if you're not a good person camp is not the right place for you and i think that's a fair yeah and i think it could be a difficult you know summer and experience and i think when 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 i'm pressed for for the question like what do you do i my response is really easy i you know and i tell corporate groups, I tell parents, I tell campers, staff, I'm going to tell you, we are in the business of building communities. And that looks and feels, um, some of it is intentional, as Mark's talking about, we'll call them traditions. traditions. We have the wobble, right, where we dance at the flagpole of music. We have things that we do before we sit down for a meal. Uh, we have certain claps that we do. All of that is a, is a, uh, a tradition that helps everyone come together right it yeah. gives them a common sort of experience and that's part of community building right so that's one aspect of what we do another aspect is how we show up in into what you're saying mark how we treat one another yeah. and, and 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 what makes you successful at camp and it doesn't mean you can't have a bad day but ultimately you're defined again or measured by how we sort of treat one another and who we are as a person. And I keep going back to that, that process. And, and, and it's a choice, right? I learned that through a lot of sort of mistakes in life that ultimately everything we do is a choice. Um, and um, it's okay to, you know, to choose, you know, wrong sometimes, wrong meaning maybe it makes it more difficult, but ultimately it starts with me and I in the mirror right. and, and, and making it better for other people. That's amazing. Well said, Joel. So as we, you know, I mean, like I said, we could talk all day <laughs> about these things, but as time is running close, is there one or two things, some salient points that you want staff, families, campers, just subscribers, listeners, anybody out there, uh, people that we're making contact with to know about you or hear from you before we sign off? I am... Um, and this may be, uh, for those that know me really well, it may come as a surprise. I'm an introvert by nature. Um, however, my job at camp is to be an extrovert and is to push myself. So every day I push myself to get out there, to be up front, to lead. And that doesn't always come naturally, but I'm willing to do it because that's what I signed up for. Right. So ultimately um, yeah, I'm a bit of an introvert, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll step up and, and push myself because that's what I signed up to do. And I've, I've talked about you have a responsibility um, to, 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 to do what you say you're going to do. And especially with kids, if you promise them something, you say you're going to do something, you've got to do it. Same with staff members. Staff members, if we've told you we're going to do something and we don't, you have permission to tell us because we owe that to you, right? When somebody makes yeah. a commitment to you, they need to follow through. So that's probably the big thing I would say. The other thing is um, I am looking forward to this summer in so many ways. 
forward to every summer because that's ultimately why we do what we do. Um, but it's also, you know, it's an opportunity for us just to be together. Our team works in, in different locations. And um, I think one of the amazing things about our organization is uh, we're professional, um, but we're family. And, um, and I think uh, that's what makes IHC the place that it is. And the uniqueness of it is the commitment that we all have to each other, which trickles into this place. And then lastly, the last thing I want people to know, ultimately, I met Lauren at IHC, and that is forever. Uh, I will forever be grateful and thankful for that. Just like Mark met Susie Absolutely. at IHC. <laughs> so it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? And, and camp is about relationships. And um, I think, you know, Lauren and I, you and Susie represent that really well. Amazing. And Joel, thank you so much. And again, we could spend so much time. Um, if you want to learn more about Joel, there is a couple podcasts that we've definitely put out there. And you're going to meet him, you know, many of you soon. And if not, if you're not currently with camp, check us out, watch our videos, learn more about us. But Joel, thank you so much for spending the night. I know you got a busy life, but to, to etch out this time, I think it was incredibly valuable and informative, you know, for our, our listeners. Mark, I, I appreciate the opportunity. I love your podcast. And, and anyone still listening, I, I appreciate your time and sticking with this because, you know, you know time is a gift, and um, I appreciate uh, you hanging in there. All right. And Thanks I look everyone. forward to seeing you soon. All right. Thanks a lot.